This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by Heinemann in their professional book, Read the World, Rethinking Literacy for Empathy and Action in a Digital Age. Colby talked with co-author Kristen Zimke about the book. This book is about technology in the classroom. You know, we feel like maybe the last few years, people have gotten distracted by all the things. And when we look at what we should be doing with kids, it's not about the things, but it's really about helping kids tell their story. It's about helping kids hear the stories of others. We really hope that educators can start seeing these devices as empathy machines and leveraging them to do good in the world and be used as tools for thinking. Technology can be a force for good in the classroom. Read the World, Rethinking Literacy for Empathy and Action in a Digital Age will show you how. Visit Heinemann.com to learn more and order a copy. Between the Lines is about Ernie Barnes, a professional football player and a fine artist, and the obstacles he faces navigating those two very different worlds, and how he makes his big dream, the dream of becoming an artist real. So it's about breaking barriers, perseverance, and being true to yourself. Welcome to The Iron, a School Library Journal production. I'm Colby Sharp. In this episode, we hear from author Sandra Neal Wallace, and she talks to us about her book, Between the Lines. I sat down with her last fall at the National Council for Teachers of English annual conference. During the conference, Sandra accepted the Orbis Pictus Award for her work in Between the Lines. A huge thank you to NCTE for providing me with a room to record episodes for The Yarn during the conference. In this episode, Ms. Wallace talks about breaking down gender barriers at ESPN, working with illustrator Brian Collier, and why she thinks we'll be talking about Ernie Barnes 100 years from now. It's time to unravel Between the Lines. So my name is Sandra Neal Wallace, and I wrote the book Between the Lines, How Ernie Barnes Went from the Football Field to the Art Gallery, and it's published by Paula Wiseman Simon & Schuster Books. I found out about Ernie Barnes when I was a sports reporter for ESPN and interviewing professional athletes uh, in their homes. I kept seeing these incredibly vibrant paintings just pulsating with rhythm and movement. And when I found out that the artist was Ernie Barnes and they told me that he had been a football player as well as an artist, I personally wanted to know how he navigated those opposing worlds. And I wanted to know how he refused to have his voice silenced and I wanted to know the game plan that he put in place to be successful in in both those professions. I was so psyched to find out that Ernie Barnes wrote an autobiography. So we have his own words to draw from and that I could draw from in the manuscript. So the first thing that I wrote about was how Ernie Barnes loved to paint in the mud as a little boy growing up in North Carolina and then flash forward to playing professional football and when he played games in the mud he would see them in scenes and I couldn't wait to write about that and make that link and that connection and to just realize that Ernie was always so grounded in his identity of being an artist and nothing and no one was going to stop him. You 
know, I'm a first-gen kid. I'm the first person in my family to go to university. My grandmother from my dad's side, my Bubba, didn't have an opportunity to get an education or read or write. So literacy is really important to me. And can you imagine when this book, when the Orbis Pictus Award for nonfiction, what that meant for me and my family legacy? Um, I was able to go to university with the money that my grandparents put together <laughs> so that I could get an education and they knew how much that meant in terms of creating change. Um, and they always supported me in whatever I wanted to be. So I went to university for journalism and I spent about 15 years being a news anchor and a reporter uh, and then knowing that I'd always loved sports. As a kid, I hoped to be an Olympic athlete. Um, and I, when I realized that that wasn't going to happen, I actually changed my game plan and I started interviewing people with my toothbrush and my hairbrush and pretending that we were Olympic athletes at the Olympics. So it's really cool then to flash forward and to write stories about change makers and breaking barriers. And I broke a, a gender barrier in sports by being the first woman to host an NHL show on national television. So uh, that gender discrimination, I think, really shaped me in terms of wanting to write about um, barrier breakers and really wanting to know their blueprint on the ways that they refused to have their voice and their identity be silenced, censored, or manipulated. And uh, it's one of the many reasons I admire Ernie Barnes so much. So to be here and to be at this moment and to be accepting the Orbis Pictus Award is just uh, a lifetime moment that I will never, ever forget. We talk about big dreams with Ernie Barnes. Here I was. Um, I had written nonfiction, but I had never written a picture book biography before. And um, Paula Wiseman Books purchased the book. She believed in me. She believed in Ernie's story. And then I said, and my dream is to have Brian Collier illustrate the book. And my dream came true. And uh, I didn't know at the time that Brian had met Ernie Barnes and had been influenced by him. So that just makes the book so much deeper. You know, Brian makes this book soar. And when he read the manuscript and loved it, he called me right away. Uh, we worked on the book for three years. And when we finally met in person, we hugged and he said, you know, we're family. We've always been family. We just haven't met in person before. And what I love about the collaboration is um, I give some photo support, and I don't know if you know this, but Brian has an extensive historical collection of magazines throughout the decades. So he was telling me when he was doing the scenes inside Ernie's home, he said, Sandra, when you see an avocado on a magazine or a turquoise sky, I see a refrigerator from the 1960s and the 70s. And what, what Brian does is he captures what we forget. And um, when he does that, it's a heart moment when I saw the images that words can't describe. And I'm just so honored that 
not only to be collaborating with him on Between the Lines, but we have a few more books that we are collaborating on as well. And I think it's unique. Not all author illustrators work together that closely and earlier on in the book, but I feel so fortunate that, that we do. My hope for kids reading Ernie's story is that they realize that they can be more than one thing in life and that they can crush those stereotypes, um, including the um, stereotypes around masculinity. And I want them to know that um, with a game plan, uh, they can make their dreams come true. It may not be exactly how they envisioned, and it may be even better. And one of my other hopes is that Ernie Barnes becomes a household name to kids when they learn about art like Monet and Van Gogh, because Ernie's works connect humanity, um, and they elevate and celebrate everyday life. They celebrate black lives. They celebrate immigrant lives. They celebrate the lives of athletes. And Ernie influenced countless numbers of artists, and he created his own movement. So I really predict that we'll be talking about Ernie Barnes hundreds of years from now. A huge thank you to Sandra Neal Wallace for her passion towards sharing important stories with our children. Thank you to Heinemann Publishing for sponsoring this episode. Thank you to NCTE for all your help with finding space to record episodes. Thank you, Philip Stead, for creating our theme song. Additional music for this episode comes from the Free Music Archive. A huge shout out to my friend, Travis Yonker, for helping me edit today's show. Stay safe out there, Travis. If you have an idea for an episode or season of The Yarn, shoot us an email, theyarnpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Colby Sharp. Thank you for listening.